There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey everybody, this is Matt, and my album, Have You Heard of Christmas, is out now. Stream it wherever you stream things. And also, pre-order the vinyl at www.mattrogersofficial.com, where there's tons of merch and also tickets for my tour. I'm going to be in London November 13th to 18th at the Soho Theater. Please come see me. And then I start in Philly on December 1st, and I'm all over North America until December 23rd. All right, thanks. Look, man. There. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes. My goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. It's a 9 a.m. Girl, this is the morning show. Las this is the morning edition. show. Yeah. I feel like I'm Bradley. I'm Chris right now. You feel like Chris? <laughs> Honey, I feel like Chris every day of my life. The finale is tomorrow. I what, can't Everyone's wait. asking what's going to happen with Chris. <laughs> you know, I guess she she got the Jennifer Aniston Reese Witherspoon treatment where she disappeared for a full two episodes or whatever and then came back with the vengeance. I love that it's the Jennifer Aniston Reese Witherspoon treatment and we're referring to the fact that they just won't be in episodes. Well, sorry, the Jennifer Aniston Reese Witherspoon treatment is that you get to not be in every episode and you also get paid an EP salary. Exactly, exactly. Here's what I'll say. I... Like seeing that the girls were finally in a scene together and to see that they had some conflict. And this last episode, by the way, talk about this episode. And by the way, so when I say this last episode, I mean 309, the 309. ninth episode, because now as of this episode being out, the finale will be out. So look for reactions for that later. Yeah. But the ninth episode of the show, I texted Bowen. I'm like, I don't know what happened, but this show suddenly became a show prestige TV in the way that it always thinks it is sometimes right. but this this episode was such a knockdown drag out like you said it finally works <laughs> I've, oh, I guess I always feel it works but this all of a sudden was like 
every scene had energy motion. You realize everything they've been putting in there like is working out. Suddenly, I found myself eating my hat. I think these third graders are in college. These third graders are in college and they know that you need to get to episode nine in a season for it to really pick up. The second to last episode needs to finally be the thing that makes you go yes the second last episode needs to go hard wait i'm also just noticing right now you have i'm sitting here next to tom Selleck. well oh the yeah, way yeah that your yeah. mustache is this is the most i've ever seen it grown it's in. so i describe it as a paltry mustache <laughs> It's paltry girl. But I think I'm kind of into it. I think it's a vibe. But it has to go for <laughs> professional reasons. I just, I had <sighs> the week off. I had the week off and I went, let me just try this girl. Yeah. Well, it's definitely more grown in than I've ever seen it. I just, I can't do, you really step into the mustache, yeesh. I need to get back there. I think mustache for Christmas. What's, is there any issue? I think I'm going to start growing my stuff out. So maybe this is a little bit of a spoiler, but. I got put into drag by Trixie Mattel for an upcoming YouTube collaboration did that you we're tell doing. Me this? Oh, did you I told me, show you? You, told, you didn't show me. You said that you did a collab with Trixie. I'm going to show you me in drag right now. I'm not going to say exactly what the fantasy we were going for was, but I am going to say that I went over to Trixie's YouTube studio and basically, girl, that's what I'm showing Bowen. Oh, I want to say what this is so badly. I mean, I, I can't. We can I say actually, no, no, no. It's such a spoiler. No, this is main dramat. Can you believe that is ten out of ten? A plus. I am a gog, a ghast. Not a ghast. I'm a gog. He's a ghast and a gog. Yeah, I had wow. the best time with Trixie. But here's the thing about drag, and I, I don't know why I thought I could kind of get away with this, but I was like, I can go over there and have some stubble. And I go over to Trixie's studio. She looks at me and she goes. Well, girl, you need to shave. No, you can't. And I was like, no, but can't you, you know? No. She goes, can I what? (laughs) Yeah, what did you think she could do? I don't know. I just thought like, (laughs) I thought on Drag Race, like sometimes like you do see some of the girls with stubble. And then they go in their fantasy and they beat their face and like it kind of disappears. I think that is I'm saying I I think they just don't show them shaving. Because they need to be over a sink. You know what I mean? Girl, this is how you know my co-host is in the television industry. He knows movie magic. Girl, don't even. Speaking of TV magic, what what did you think made it work in 309 of the morning? I'm going to tell you this. Every single scene, it was like, well, first of all, the hat is coming off to Reese. You think? Reese, listen. My takeaway, I'm sorry, and I love Reese down, but my takeaway was finally Juliana gets to eat. Well, they gave Juliana something to do yes and what i've realized is like wow so basically like okay so to give a little bit of what's going on we famously know bradley jackson went to the insurrection to report on the ground and she wore a hat over her gorgeous blonde naturally blonde i can't say enough naturally blonde bradley jackson hair even though she's a redhead she finds her brother attacking a police officer she just so happens to be rolling her iphone on it And they have a moment where she basically has caught her brother as an insurrectionist, a violent insurrectionist assaulting a police officer. Certainly he should go to prison, but she deletes the footage, thereby invalidating her as a journalist, basically. Yes. So Corey, a.k.a. Billy Crudup, who is to this day giving one of the craziest performances on television. Well, he's so like, I love him. I love that his choice for this character is 
just caricature of TV exactly. Yeah. Like talking in a way that is even more like I thought succession became a parody of itself sort of by the end, Mm -hmm. the way that these characters talked and these like, you know, Oh, you're doing a vulture stab. Like they would just make up terms like business terms that you'd never heard. It was an animal at like the business terms on succession were always animal verb. Yes. Bear hug, vulture stab, like whatever. And I'm like, it's a lion. Yeah. Lion crawl, whatever. Sorry to go on that tangent, but then now Billy, I think, is so grotesquely, cartoonishly a TV exec, evil businessman guy. Yeah. And I kind of think that it works. It finally works. It's working more and more. This is an (laughs) Emmy-winning performance. Yes. He is playing network exec or head of this company, if it were Patrick Bateman. Yes. And that is really perfect. But in this episode, he fully sort of like starts to break down. Greta Lee is popping off. So basically, anyway, what you need to know is that Billy Crudup, a.k.a. Patrick Bateman, Psycho Network exec, is in love with Bradley Jackson, and he allowed them to delete this footage. So he said, I don't ever want to fucking talk about this again. Somehow, Juliana Margulies gets to typing, and she finds out the whole thing that Bradley has done this. The way she finds out, I think, is actually well done. Because it, it, they it put calls, it together in it a way that made sense. It calls back to the leak from earlier in the season. Yes. Like, yes. it's actually all sequenced perfectly. Like, she finds out in an organic way that I think... You know what they did? Well... Yeah, what? They did interface. They did, like, person using technology. Yeah. Um. Oh, this is what well. you've been looking for. Like, her searching through the texts and the emails between Bradley and Corey to her finding out that Hal was at the insurrection. I'm like... And that Bradley that was covered it up. Well, and that Bradley... I was like... That was actually really well done. It was very well done. The discovery and I I know what you're saying. So Bowen has famously been like, I don't like the way interaction with social media, texting, it's not reflected correctly in media. This you're saying was maybe the first time in television history you've seen someone interact with, first of all, the iMessage app on a MacBook Get into it. Everyone is doing. Everyone is texting on computers. It's actually roller culture number 14. Everyone Everyone is is texting texting on computers. computers. I mean, and then Juliana and Reese have this scene. Wonderful scene. Where Reese comes home to Juliana. They are lesbian lovers. And Juliana basically puts it to her like, I can no longer respect you. I don't love you anymore. How do you sit in that chair? How do you sit in that chair? And Reese has this moment where she goes to hug Juliana Margulies and Juliana goes, stay away from me. And Reese goes, okay. And then she realizes that Juliana's right. And she comes herself down with a second. Okay. And it sounds like this. Okay. (laughs) I got mad. And I was just like, this is so present and dropped in. And Juliana looks at Reese and mind you, these characters have had, they've been together on the show, but they've had, Almost no chemistry. <laughs> Juliana goes, I thought we'd grow old together. And I believed I believed that it line. 100%. There was no question in my mind I was watching the downfall of television's greatest couple. I, yeah. I, I don't even know what to 1, say. 1,000%. Television's greatest couple that did not seem at all believable until its final moment. You don't know what you got <laughs> till it's gone. Period. Joni gonna- Mitchell was <laughs> right. And to speak of our Joni Mitchell, they are never, ever getting back together. Oh, girl. Oh, my God. And so that was just one scene of so many. Oh, then really spoiler alert for 309. And I can't tell you, like, if you're going to get into it, you got to get into it because the finale is out now. 
I am so excited <laughs> for whatever this is going to be because I heard it's so crazy. And honestly, yeah, what were the words that were said to you? I heard craziest moment in television history. Are you serious? Well, okay. So, I mean, it will not be the case, but I did hear that it's the craziest thing the show has ever done, which I also heard on the ground in BravoCon. Yes. Oh my God. Speaking about about, yeah. the, about whatever happens at the end of Salt Lake City Housewives. Right. And you had alluded to this over text. And I'm really curious. We can't really discuss it on this show. I don't know. Because literally, so someone goes, someone uh, at BravoCon, it was, which I'll get into because it was truly like more Disney World than Disney World, to be honest with you. I was only there for two hours and most of it I was working, but I was looking around and I was like, God, I need to come back here and just walk around. I didn't get the chance to, but they did an amazing job. Like if you love Bravo walking around and just seeing like the museums of props from like everything that they've wow. done, but on the ground, like people were talking about, they're like, do you know what happens at the end of Salt Lake? Do you know what happens at the end of Salt Lake? So this was like scuttlebutt at the con. It has to do with whatever phone call it is that Heather gets. Right. And I think, I think I can surmise that it has to do with Monica. Monica Garcia. Monica Garcia, the legend. Something about the mom? I don't know if it's the mom. I don't know if it has to do with Jen Shaw, but it's something that affects all of them in a way that it's like... Makes Heather go, are you serious? She goes, how could she do this to us? Go, but, go, 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 go. No, guys, no, guys, 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 guys. But apparently it's that insane. But just to loop it back, Bradley Jackson resigns from the UBA, the UBA evening news and she breaks down while she's resigning on television and no one knows why she's doing it and I said you better propel us into the finale meanwhile John Hamm is obviously the most evil person in the world Jennifer Aniston is what dickmatized we are seeing dickmatization like we've never seen it on screen before I don't think I've seen dickmatization since Adam and Hannah on girls we need to at some point perform the scene which is Bradley Jackson telling Alex Levy that she's concerned about whether or not she can be objective about John Hamm because Jennifer Aniston's like, well, basically, okay. So again, this is the craziest shit that's ever gone on. John Hamm, who's just bought UBA wants to now sell the company. And he's like basically taking Alex as his like partner and starting a new network. So he goes, bring whoever you want, bring Bradley. So she goes, you have to come with me to this new company. And Bradley Jackson's energy is basically like, um, okay, like <laughs> for sure. Yeah. But like, are you sure you trust this guy? I heard he's bad news. He's evil, Alex. And then Jennifer Aniston does her whole thing. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, okay. Oh, so you, oh, I see. Now you're, you're unbelievable. And Bradley's like, Alex, like what? Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you being like this? Like, can you trust them? Are you stigmatized? And they have this whole, like, sort of low stakes, but high stakes, like, fight. It's, it was amazing. It's Elba. Yes. Why can't you just stay calm oh for one? Oh, my God. And we are literally about to see one of them. Hello! Away. Do you think it's, I think it's Bradley. It's Bradley's the one who's losing it all. Bradley is Elphaba in this situation. But there was actually a compelling moment. Like, if you think about, like, this character, you know what they did? The third graders really grew up and went to college. I'm telling you, because they said at the beginning of the year, what is the central tenet of these characters and how can we challenge them? 
And Bradley Jackson, central tenet is I am first and foremost, a journalist. journalist. I am a truth teller. Yes. And for her to be confronted with the fact that when she was put in a is position, that what Kelly Clarkson calls her. Yes. Yeah. Kelly Clarkson called a Bradley tr- Jackson, a truth teller, because remember Kelly Clarkson's also a character on the morning show as herself. In this timeline, Kelly Clarkson is a Kelly Clarkson level artist. Yeah. And I think that we're to believe that if someone like Kelly Clarkson were to find out that Bradley Jackson had betrayed her values this much, she'd be like, really? Yeah. Wait, I loved her. She'd be like, wait, y'all, I thought that she was one of those truth tellers, y'all. Y'all, it was wild because I was like, wow, they're actually like testing both of these protagonists in a way that like is in line with who they are. And like this show ended up like the way that everything they set up ended up really playing. It, it, it actually it really plays. plays. It plays. And you're saying Alex's thing is that like from the beginning, like episode one, Bradley Jackson's thing is I'm a truth teller. I'm a journalist. Yes. Episode one. Like, what do we think Alex's thing is? Well, She's I like, think Alex has represented someone that has like been so entrenched in problematic media and structures. And men. Yes. And, and not really handling the boundaries of those things well she's been protected by structures but she's also like violated like every single yes appropriate quote-unquote thing where like she fucks mitch she is yeah. fucking john ham now yeah okay that's she, it that's i it. think what we're seeing with alex is like we're seeing a narcissist like truly be confronted with the fact like you can't just have everything you want like and it is possible for you to actually get got by someone like this because like the John Hamm and Jennifer Addison thing John Hamm by the way is playing the most triggering man on television he's such a blatant egomaniac narcissist and to watch her get dicked so good and oh remember God. she laid on top of his butt she they were pussy to butt You're which like, is cat, intimate cat, cat, cat on tortoise Cat tortoise. Cat tortoise. And so now we're seeing really the ramifications of that. When you put your pussy on a man's, on a butt, man's butt, you are mated for life. Avatar. You are. Yes. And I think that even with Corey, my note with Corey as a character was like, you never see this man lose. No. This man needs to take one L. And then finally, the crow is roosting. What's the saying? I think the chickens have come back the to roost. Chicken, thank, thank you. The chickens. But I love thinking about what the crow would do if the she were crow, to roost. The crow can roost. Can I say, I was in Vegas and I was having an outdoor brunch. There was this one crow a crowing. There was a crow in Vegas? I can't even explain. That's a horror movie. I can't even explain how loud and disgusting this crow was being. Vile And birds. I'm trying to sit there have some hair of the dog. Girl. Which everyone needs in Vegas. Yes. Desperado. Oh, Monte Carlo. <laughs> oh, oh, Monte Carlo. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. Bowen, we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. 
my happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs classic clogs and sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. Here's how I want to talk about Vegas. Just ask questions. Okay. What do you want to know? What? I can answer anything. What was Usher giving? Usher, the energy was giving everyone in that crowd would have willfully gotten an STD from him. That's so funny that he has like out magic mic magic mic. Magic Mike was found so dead. Because let me tell you something. Magic Mike needs like all the hottest men in the world on stage. or But, they're all, they're, but they're all like, sorry to say. I mean, they're, they're all talented, wonderful, beautiful men. They're all like just guys. Yeah, they're, they're like guys who are like Vegas hot. You yeah, know what I mean? It's yeah. like they have like, let's call it like a men's health cover body. Yep. Looking all the same in the face. What I'll say about Usher is he is really the only male object of desire on stage. Yeah. He looks great. He sounds unbelievable. His performance is amazing. At one point, he comes out on roller skates. Wow. And does like four numbers in a row. Skates. Skates. And thank you for making that distinction because we all know that blades are much easier. Definitely. He's on roller skates on the stage. It was so insane. Then all of his backup dancers were like doing choreo on roller skates. But what I really want to say is the exotic dancers that he has in the show, the female performers. I saw a pole dancer on your story. She was mesmerizing. Let me tell you something. It was Olympic what these women were doing. They are mesmers. Mesmers. Mesmer is a, is a great word Mesmer. To say. I was mesmerized. Yes. 
by the Mesmers. Yes. That's actually Roller Culture number 90. I, I was, was mesmerized, mesmerized by, by the, the Mesmers at Usher's Vegas residency. Think about this. Usher has seen a whole generation of people mature into their sexual adulthoods. Yeah. And now the crow has come to roost. The crow was roosting down. Well, now it's like it's we're all these grown ass people now who like were horny for Usher when we were in middle school. Yes. And he still looks incredible. And now we're all like, I'm going to pay top dollar to see this man. Yes. Gyrate and sing and croon whatever and have his little dancers running around. And I'm getting off. It was get off culture for sure. There was really two highlights. One was at one point, Usher comes out into the audience and he's doing the thing where he's improvising, singing mm. and basically and to the beat. And he would see people in the crowd and he'd be like, girl, you got them titties. You got them big titties. And then he goes and does like the I'm a suck your titties noise. And I'm like, so we are in an era right now where we are not even pretending that the end game isn't Usher sucks my titties. It no so one horny. cares. No. I mean, I, as, and that no one takes issue with that. No, every single person that was there was like, what I hope happens is Usher from the stage goes, I see you up there in the pink dress with them titties. I'm going to suck them. And everyone's screaming in <laughs> approval. And, and we are so lit. And by the way, all the bops. I'm so caught up. Oh my caught God. Up. Oh. Does he do climax? Yes. Oh he did everything. God. But I would say the highlight, and we've talked about it on the show. Burn. Oh my God. Burn is an important song. Burn. Does he do You Got It Bad? Babe, imagine he did not. Every single song you'd want to hear. And you say that you want it. And you really know everything used to matter. Don't matter no more. You ignore my key all the time. I think I'm in your key. No, you you fully blasted past my key. Uh, we need to talk. I'm not happy. What what key is you just Because I'm a little hoarse today and this morning, at, you know, at 10 a.m., 9.42 a.m. Mm-hmm. This is what I said, I think. This is what I did. When you say that you want it and you really know everything, everything used to matter, don't matter no more. But you went up. Okay, so can I just be real? Sometimes I'm off. I, some, no, it's not that you're off. You were doing what you needed to do there for your voice. Thank you. I just sometimes feel like what I, I can't help but sing in the original key. Girl, you better. Been there, done it. Oh, it's so good. Wait, but Burn was so Burn is incredible. an incredible song. And then when when Yeah started, I mean, I think everybody fucked. True or false? I'm ready for this one. Every middle school dance, <laughs> that was the song that everyone was waiting for. I yeah. was get I was at home, yep. burning CDs, yep. where all 10 tracks were Yeah by Usher, Ying Ying Twins, Ludacris. Yeah. And I was like, I need to get off books so that I can amaze everyone in the gymnasium. Mm-hmm. And did you? I know you did. No. I feel like... Because I didn't amaze anybody because we all knew the words. We all knew every single word. You know, it would be powerful to go back in time in the DeLorean that we talked about in last yes. week's episode. And I would love to go back in time and see you just running train on girls in middle school to, to yeah, like you and girls grinding at a middle school dance to usher. I yeah, was I would love grinding that. Grinding down. <laughs> 
grinding culture. I was so good at grinding. Oh, I was man. dropping it to the floor. Holy shit. I was like really like throwing my ass onto linoleum or whatever. Oh yeah, linoleum. That, linoleum. Was, that was really, I remember we would do the thing where it was like, we would have like a social, like that's what they call yes. it, like a middle school social and at Islip Middle School. And what they would do was they would split the gym. So you know how those gyms, high school gyms, yes, like they would yes, have the ability yes, yes. to like make it so that it was like two rooms. They, it had a flex wall. A flex wall. Thank you for that. And um, one side would be sports. Mm-hmm. So it would be like people playing knockout and basketball. And the other side would be some of the horniest 14-year-olds in the, no, not 12-year-olds in the country rubbing genitals on each other during a dance craze known as grinding. And... Um, <laughs> the songs would be like literally little John screaming about like, you know, like fuck her now. I mean, all this culture, like you know, we all, of course we all remember the crunk and B craze. Remember when Ciara was the princess of crunk and B crunk and B Sierra really. What do we think? Oh, I'm so happy. What do we think? <laughs> what do we think <laughs> about Ciara? First of all, what you're saying, Ciara, Sierra. Yeah. So I'm sorry. The princess is here. The princess is here. Yeah, Sierra. Bring that back. First of all, what do I think? I think great talent. Great talent. Great talent. I mean, like, also, she's got bops to which one Level do I love? Um, oh, oh. That one. That one. Wait, I'm sorry. My goodies is one of the greatest I mean, of all time. I believe it's on the Great Global Songbook. My goodies. I think it is. I'm shocked. But I think Sierra is very well represented on the Great Global Songbook. Yeah. But um, by the way, we're coming up on 400. As you said oh, on yeah. Seth Meyers, you were fabulous. Both Thank you. Henry Melcher, producer, segment producer, Seth Meyers, and Seth himself texted me. Matt was so funny. Seth texted you? Seth texted me. Seth and I, you know, we'll text sometimes. I have to tell you, first of all. One of the best men. One of the great men. One of the great men, and actually, is it next week or the week after? So I know the week after he's going to be he's, on he will this be a guest podcast, Las Culturistas. And I will say the vibe, immaculate. Just when you go there, it's like everyone is so happy. Their staff has all been there for a really long time yes. and just really great. And he couldn't, he's a consummate host, great dude, super funny, as we all know. But like, it's also like just a, a cool. icon. And I use this word in a way that might feel off. Classy. Classy. The classiest man. Yeah, I mean, like, just whatever happened to class? Whatever happened to fair breeding? Good pure, manners. And pure ethics. Nice. Man. Nice anyway, manners. Okay. I need to get back. <laughs> I, we need to get back on Vegas. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so that Adele, oh, Adele we've oh, talked about before. Wait, the other thing I wanted to say about Usher, the one other thing I wanted to say is these these dancers. Yes. There was at one point a 20-foot high pole where one and one of these women just with her only with her thighs, like climbed all the way up. Two to the, stories. It was Bowen, and then she <laughs> dropped like the Tower of Terror and caught herself on the pole. It was I, I'm telling where you. Where do they train for this? Where do they like practice this because i don't think there's a studio a two-story tall dance studio maybe there is i, don't I know. think this is just i mean first of all never forget hustlers we all have oh a God. documentary on this and it's hustlers starring jennifer lopez 
But my thing was, I was just like, oh, wherever they learned it, I'm so happy they're doing it on the world stage. Oh, yeah. And I hope we see it at the Super Bowl. The sphere, I'm like, okay. If the sphere had a pole that led all the way up to the top. Yeah. And people could dance on it. Catch me there. Catch me there. 100%. I don't, anytime I see a, a photo of the sphere, of someone at the sphere, I have to stop and go, I don't know about this. Having been there a couple of times, like, hearing how excited everyone is about it. Like everyone in Vegas is talking about the sphere. I was like, I got to go in there. And I, I did not get the chance to, because we had a packed schedule. I'm telling you, like it was, first of all, I went from the airport to Usher because mm-hmm. Delta flopped this time. Missed. I think not. I don't miss anything. I just walked in like, and it was like mm-hmm. Usher's going on. So the energy was high. Mm-hmm. Then I had BravoCon like the next day and then Adele that night. So I didn't fit in the sphere. Also, I think it's you too right now. Yes. The second that the sphere books someone that I want to see even a little bit. Yeah. I want to go. It seems insane. But just too insane. Yeah. I don't know. I need to be convinced. I would think that you as someone who like. What are you going to say? This isn't entirely fair, but I feel like whenever there's a new advancement in technology, you're always like no, engaging. Not anymore. Or is this a bridge too far? I've hit such a plateau with it. God, remember Gizmodo? Anyway, I was like, yes. But now that we're in this Web 3.0 shit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like I'm like lose my number, lose my number because I- AI might be coming. Well, it's that. It's like, God, I had a driver, a lovely driver, but he was just, he was maybe the 20th person in my life to explain blockchain to me. And I haven't had that happen. I was trying to keep up. I was like, oh, yeah, Ethereum. Uh huh. And I was like, well, what about SBF and whatever? And he was just trying to explain it to me. And he was really enthused about it. And I was happy for him. I'm out. Listen, uh, take me back to if I, Gaga does the sphere, you're out. Yeah, yeah. I don't even no, Bowman. not even Gaga can get me to. The you sphere. are a total liar. No, you're it, like Bradley Jackson. I right want to start an Amish community that is no, you don't. 2014 technology only. I've never met anyone less. Met what? I, I, I've never, <laughs> I've never met anyone who would do worse in an Amish community than you. I'm I'm saying it's not an Amish community. It's a community that has technology that only goes up to 2014. Okay. That's so, what I'm So what, what is that like? What's in 2014? So what was the hype? The iPhone 6. <laughs> we all still kind of like had our iPods around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't like a relic. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh my God. Anyway, quickly, we've talked about Adele in Vegas before. Talk about Adele. Adele was talk- a fabulous. She, she goes, I'm so sick. I'm sorry. She then gave the most flawless <laughs> vocal performance I've ever heard. She was like, my chest is on fire. And I, if, I, if I even speak, I, I'm going to die. But it's I, emotional. But I'm so emotional. It's emotional for me because I want to do the last show, but I've got a shit voice tonight. And she's going off about how sick she is. She goes, I'm going to be turning the mic around so y'all have to sing for me almost the whole show. Aww. I'm like, yeah, right. If she turns out the most stunning vocal, maybe even better than last time. Wow. Um, it was amazing. And then the Bravo kind of it all. I've never been so starstruck. It must have been like everywhere you turned. It was like, oh my God, you, you, you. It was truly surreal. Like, I think I was more nervous at BravoCon than I was when we've been to like the Emmys. Wow. And the Critics' Choice Awards. Like, because turning around and seeing like Kristen Stewart 
is one thing. Uh-huh. Turning around and seeing like Dolores. Dorit. Dorit. I went up to Dorit. What I had it? to. Oh my God. Tell me. I was with Riri Cheney. First she goes, because Garcelle comes in. Garcelle yeah, was giving. Friends. Well, I was too scared. Uh-huh. Garcelle was giving top dog energy. Like Garcelle came in, went to a corner and was like surrounded by people. Her son Oliver was there and she had like a whole thing and she was sitting down talking to someone. And I was like, I am not going to interrupt her. Even though we've met a couple of times, she's been on this podcast. Like I had a whole in with her because I was there with Riri who was in, I can't say what show, but Garcelle was in a show with Riri. And I had a whole opening where I was like, this is Re, like da, da, da. Yep, and yep, Re yep. was like, can we please go over and say hi to Garcelle? And I was like, I have to tell you something. I'm actually too intimidated. So now you understand my timidness around the housewives. Yes. Like I'm, I've always been too scared to go up to Meredith, even though we've been in the same space several times. I saw Whitney at Chucked. She walked past me. I was too scared. I was with Sudi. Sudi was like, say hi to her. I was like, no way. Even though it's Whitney. and it's Whitney like, Rose it's, at Chucked. Would have been the only vibe for me. Rena said hi to me at Sweeney Todd. And yes. that was, a, she initiated it. And then it was a lovely interaction. And I actually stan Lisa Rena. No, I, I mean, you have to stan Lisa Rena. Like, she, Since she, Veronica Mars yes. has stan Lisa I, I, I'm on record as a Lisa Rena stan. Um, but it was really surreal because like, you're walking around and like, you're seeing all these like, characters that are also soap characters but it's like because they are real they're walking around doing it so it's like being at disney world and watching mickey come in but mickey never takes off the hood you know what i'm saying it's not just mickey it's it's goofy donald pluto daisy yes all of them it's everybody walking around being like hey people i was too scared to go up to garcelle alexia and marisol could not do it wow I, I did. Giselle Bryant did come in the room and I turned to Riga and I said, we have to go. I was like, I, I can't. Um, what are you afraid of? What is she going to do? Fucking be inappropriate and like <laughs> abuse, traumatize her children in front of you? <laughs> no. Fucking loser. No. <laughs> Hate her. Okay. Bowen is Bowen's thing with Giselle. Okay. Am I wrong or am I wrong? Her thing. Everyone's like, Giselle is so funny. Why do you hate her? She's never told a joke in her life. She's never said a funny thing. She's just drawn out her words and then ends it with a little flourish. I'm going to push back on you about this. No. I think one of the one of the positive things about Giselle is I think that at least she gives punch to I, I kind of like her Karen cadence. can give you punch and says the funniest shit you've ever heard. I mean, we are of course team Karen, yes. but like I would say that so we'll get into Potomac, but I just wanted to wrap it up by saying I met like Lisa Barlow, yes. who was a legend. Yes. Whitney, I loved hanging Your out with. Your picture with Lisa was huge. I saw John Barlow, who's 6'9 yeah, and way cool. hot in person. Justin Rose was handsome wow. in person, which I don't think comes yes, across I saw on the Justin show. Justin sucked as well. Very yeah. handsome. Oh, I saw Jackie Goldschneider. It was, it's always great to see her. Yes. Um, Jackie's lovely in person. Love Jackie. She's adorable. I saw Melissa Gorga and Rachel Fuda and their husbands. They were going oh, off Gorgas in the casino. Fudas. I oh, saw yeah. them right after Adele, actually. Your old friend. My pals. My favorite person that I met, Shannon Strubbers-Bador. 
Huge fan of I Love That For You. She came up and was so nice. Oh. She was like, I just want to say, I'm such a huge fan of I Love That For You. You know, I used to sell stuff on QVC. And I was like, you know, you're one of Molly's favorites. She goes, I run into her every now and then. And I, I'm always ah. so starstruck when I see her. I was like, well, she is starstruck around you, Shannon Storms Bador. And Shannon goes, I just like love how much you're on Watch What Happens Live. And I just think I'm such a fan. And she was so nice. And I felt so bad because the last... Last time I was on Watch What Happens Live, you called I her said, mentally I, unwell. No, I, I said I didn't say mentally unwell. I said Shannon is not well. I'm sorry, I take it. Yes. And I looked at her and I said, "You look amazing." Right. And she goes, "Well, it's the DUI diet." Ooh. And I I went cross-eyed and I was like, I'm so happy you seem to be doing better. She goes, I am doing a lot better. So this is the thing. It's like, this is the air these women breathe, which is people knowing about the darkest details of their personal lives. Yeah. And so I couldn't help but wonder, like, does <laughs> Shannon Storms Bedore, is she like, Used to this by now? Like, used to people being like, how are you doing? I think it's been long enough that she understands that so, 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 they so, all get that it's a good, bad, and ugly moment. Sure. And when she sees you on TV going, she's unwell, I imagine that she kind of, she sees that and she nods and goes, yeah. I, yeah, I, I think I, I, she I, probably was watching that season and was clearly she, she was not well. Right. But now it's like she's doing so much better. And I was like, you're so lovely. And she goes, I really am nice. And I was like, mm. I adore you. Tamara was a lot of fun. She was really being Tamara. Okay. I was like, you are a 10 out of 10. And then I did the Roni panel and it was so much fun. All those women are great. I didn't even need to be won over by them, but. Sai won you over? I liked her a lot. Okay. And I also get the sense that they all like each other a lot. Like the vibes were really good. And I was really happy to not moderate a panel that had like an actual a lot of drama. Yeah. Because almost every other panel was like, like Robin Dixon got booed. She got booed. And that was like about, uh, here, and can I say something about the booing? Let's not. I don't think we need to boo. And like, ugh, have you ever it's booed? Not that deep. Have you ever booed in your life? Never. Never. It's actually such a low classless fucking thing. Cause here's the deal. Like even Robin, who I've had fun dragging on the show. Oh, a hater. And I, and like, hater guy. I, <laughs> I don't hate her. I, I would just never like, boo Giselle. Here's the thing. It's like, I take major issue with the way that they've treated Wendy and Candace yes. and, I, and just the way that they are on the show. But even if I were to turn around and see Robin Dixon, I wouldn't want her to think like, oh, that's Matt Rogers who quote unquote hates me. It's like, I watch the show. They get it. When we'll get into Potomac because there's a lot to say, but like, it was very clear to me, a, how positive the BravoCon atmosphere was. Oh, especially, that's nice. It was really like, these people were so excited to see uh-huh. all these women and the other Bravo people, but it didn't feel like a bad vibe, which I think sometimes online, the social media around the show and is the, can feel like bad vibes. And I don't want to contribute to bad vibes anymore, especially after having been around them, because it really was a positive atmosphere. Well, that's so I'll good. continue to have fun dragging them in fun ways, but like, my thing going forward is I'm just going to check myself when it feels like I'm being a little too much. Oh, that's nice. That that's, being said. <laughs> that's interesting because I feel like some dispatches from the ground were that like the vibe is a little like wrestling. It's a little bit like WWE, like for like sure. Stepping I mean, like, out like arms raised, like, oh, you know, like that kind of thing. It gives that a little bit, which is no knock on wrestling culture. But like that feels weird. It makes sense. That in a live extemporaneous setting, yeah, that that happens, but it is like a little bizarre. It was 
people reacting interesting people vibe. responding to like what basically is like a reunion on stage with an audience yes like that is like a little disorienting and that's why i'm like really happy i had a cast that was all like liking each other jenna lyons wasn't there right which was unfortunate but i will say having been there on stage and i know they really want her to come back and i hope she comes back too she is not essential to the success of that show no not essential like anyone being like, oh, Jenna Lyons is the show. Like, mm, I think she's a great part of the show, but you don't need her for the show. So funny. Like, I think a Diet Prada or something did like a whole feature on her, like how she like changed reality TV. And I'm like, I want to be like, oh, certainly not. No, she didn't. No, no. Like, stop talking about her. Like, where, where was this about Tiffany Pollard? Like, you Thank know what you. I mean? By the way, we should just say. I guess Tiffany Pollard got voted out of the House of Villains. Has been evicted. From She's the been House evicted of from the House of Villains, but not before calling into Omarosa, Manigault, Newman, Stallworth, whatever. We can't really repeat what she said, but just go online and see. I mean, what's and Tiffany I sleep better knowing that you're not in the White House. <laughs> I just want to say that you are a <laughs> sucking, <laughs> guzzling Republican. And I sleep better at night knowing that you are not in the White House. I mean, and please bleep out everything, that whole thing. It's it's Omarosa. <laughs> it's like this woman has to be able to receive this kind of poison. And I think she did. She was just like, and you see, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this is why we're evicting. And I was just like, wow, wow. Th- thank God, like that that show, which I, I haven't watched. I have to capitalized on having both of them there. I know. I mean, that is like, yeah. I mean, what a major moment to have Omarosa and New York in the same space. I fell off Survivor, but people at work were talking (laughs) about this. But I hear the characters are really like coming into their own, but it is still, I think the theme this season was dweebs. Dweebs on a beach. Dweebs on a beach. Yeah. They're such dweebs. I will say a lot of people have been reaching out to say, hey, actually we thought the season wasn't going to give and it did end up. It's now like it's I crystallized. Hear it's, I hear it's crystallizing and yeah. it's giving. Someone at work is saying that this is her first season and she loves it. And she goes, it's really interesting. And she's like, now that she's caught up, she's like going back and dipping into, I gave her your syllabus. Mm. But she goes, it's really interesting to watch this season knowing that these are all dweebs yeah. and that they're not playing. None of them are playing the game well because now like I'm seeing what not to do first. Yeah. And then she was like, I made the mistake of going back to watch Heroes and Villains and it's a little over my head because I'm like, they're all, the gameplay is too sophisticated on Heroes and Villains yes. and I'm missing like the nuance. And I think it's interesting that she is watching this season first, watching people who are actively bad right. at this. Yeah. Whenever I'm suggesting people watch the show, I try to start them in a place where like either there's a good mix of gameplay. Like you have people that are bad and people that are really good, mm-hmm. which is why I would never say watch an all-star season first, because like I'm saying heroes versus villains. If that's your first survivor season, that's like going to BravoCon and having I never know, seen a housewives. It's just a bunch of characters like being at 10. Thing. Yeah. Then like all of a sudden there's like so much crazy gameplay going on. And like, you just wouldn't get why it's cool that, Parvati whips out two immunity idols and saves right, people. Right. If you didn't know. Yes. But yeah, I mean, so I'll, I'll get into it. Maybe even today on the plane. Ooh. I'll watch Survivor. But they're 90 minutes episodes. Yeah. That's too long. It's, it's, I'm out. That's what got me off of, I, I had a brief 
thing with the Bachelor, Bachelorette years ago. And now I, with Golden Bachelor, they're just like, I think most of them are like an hour. Yeah. But there was that time in Bachelor Nation where it was like two hour episodes. And I was like, how do you all do this? I watched the Rachel Lindsay season, which by the way, Rachel was at. Oh, yeah, um, she was there. She the was there. Time. She was doing the Potomac panel. And I was like, that is not a position I would ever want to be in. Because the vibes are always just so tense. Rotten. Around that cast. Yeah. What did you think of the first episode? Um, I thought there was too much Robin. And I texted you and our friends. I was like, we're in for a frustrating season if we're going to focus. And it seems like we, from the trailer, we are focused on Robin a lot of it. And like, I'm not even necessarily excited for whatever moment she like breaks down in that van and she goes, do you know what I'm talking about? Where she yeah. goes, fuck all y'all. Yeah. I didn't do nothing <laughs> didn't to you guys. I didn't do nothing to you guys. <laughs> Why am I the villain? <laughs> Sobbing on the street. I just think this is a woman who for years has like no actual sense of herself and it's really tough to watch. Like she doesn't know who she is. And yeah. like watching this episode is really tough, especially at the end where she talks to Giselle and Ashley and Therese and her whole thing is like apathy is literally, I don't care. Care. Like, care. care. She drops a full octave mid-syllable in her tagline this season. Yeah. The taglines this season, really rough, except for Candace's. <laughs> the rest of them don't make any sense, especially Karen's. I'm sorry. I lo- we love Karen we in love this house. Karen. But Robin's, like, she's fully referencing a Lizzo lyric from, like, six years ago. I'm like, and then I realized, and I told you and Joel this, I was like, I used to love all of these women. Yeah. And now and I can't I try stand two-thirds of them. Because it's early, I am not already, like, ugh. Like, I, I get where you're at. But my thing is, like, I actually, in that last long scene Mm -hmm. where Giselle, Sharice, and Ashley are confronting Robin about, like, whether or not she's okay and the want of it all, etc., I actually felt I was Team Robin in that scene because I was just like, she's telling you what her truth is, which is that if her husband has cheated on her, she doesn't care. She wants it to work. So that's the reality that you have to accept. And sure. Giselle kept pushing it to the point where Robin was like, well, what do you want me to do, Giselle? Like, file for yeah. divorce? Is that what you want? She goes, no, I want you to be happy. I'm like, yeah, you think she'd be happier if she wasn't with him. Right, right, right. So what are you saying? You want this her marriage to be over. And she's like, I'm checking in with you. I'm checking in with you. I'm like, not really. I mean, like, you're saying, like, it's a fuck Juan moment. Like, Juan is the reason you're unhappy. Da, 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 da. And... I kind of got Robin in that scene because it's like, I get this woman saying. is exhausted. She's getting played by him. Or if she's not, then it's too exhausting to explain. And when she said that her joy had been stolen, that was a bummer for me. I was like, uh, you know, but- like I'm still in the position of I'm trying yet again at the top of the season to go in with an open mind and we'll see if they fuck it up. I'm just watching for Wendy and Candace and Karen. And I'm curious about NECA. I'm already allergic to NECA because I don't like this. She said that Wendy's mother does does voodoo. I mean, but that's like, (laughs) that is a big, I just can admire a big swing like that when you're coming in fresh. (laughs) The trailer being like, Wendy being like, my mother worships our Lord and Savior, Savior. Jesus Christ. And then NECA goes, during the day, at night, she She brings the voodoo doll out. she She says something like, you know, like, it was, I'm excited for, I guess, that, but I'm not going to be pro NECA because don't come for Wendy. It's don't come for Wendy, but I, with the Robin of it all, 
Hearst saying that her joy had been stolen is a bummer, but she's still misattributing it to like the discourse around the marriage and not want. I think that's what Giselle was like taking issue with. I agree that Giselle was pushing in a way that is like Giselle inappropriate. Yeah. I have had it with inappropriate people <laughs> in general and all in all sectors. You know what I'm talking about? Some yeah. people especially there's one person online who has become the poster person for inappropriateness. Oh, 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 Bleep that, bleep that. Bleep that, please. But, but yeah, I mean, it's all too fucking much. It's all too fucking much. It's certainly gone too okay, far. Okay, so when I watched this premiere and I compared it to the Miami, we were cheering, hooping, hollering. You literally said when we were watching the Miami premiere, a triumph. And this is my thing. Like, I need to feel something powerful when it comes to a Housewives franchise now. Yeah. Salt Lake is delivering that. Miami is delivering that. Beverly Hills is yet to. But I have hope. It'll happen. It'll happen. I'm sure Potomac will. But like Miami, I was so happy to see all of these women. I was overjoyed. We cheered when Adriana came on. Yes, we did. We cheered when Marisol came on. I'm so happy to hear that Gertie is cancer-free as of yeah, BravoCon. Amazing. amazing news. Like, the vibes are good. The vibes are frivolous. I mean, it is, that is melodrama. Gertie sweeping in front of Larsa in this premiere going, I'm going to need you. I'm going to need you. It's like, be there for me. Be there for me. I'm like, I'm going to need you. This is amazing. I was like, this, because it's so truthful and yet yes. it's so big. Celestian was saying this about Miami. I think Celeste or Sarah Sherman, they go, the women on Miami dress sexy just for themselves. Yeah. That's a really You know good what I mean? It's like it. not even like Atlanta or Potomac or Beverly Hills. Well, no, Beverly Hills maybe. But Beverly Hills is kind no, of dressed sexy. It's not about for, sexy, it's about for glamour. The it's about glamour and labels. It's, a, it's yeah, it's about stunting. Miami, it's like cuz it's Miami culture, they just want to look hot. There's a lot of personal style. Yes. That's something I think is really fun. Personal and functional. Like they're in a hot city. You know what I mean? I, also, I did go up to Lisa Hochstein <gasps> and I said, Lisa, I love you. She literally turns over her, her shoulder and goes, thanks. I love that she paid me sort of dust. Thanks. It was great. It was, I loved wow. it. Wow. And I'm trying to she think was, of she, other she people. Was, she was too busy face tuning she was with. She was talking to Jody. She was. Oh, Jody was there. The, she was the, the most shoulderless man in the universe. He has no shoulders, uh-huh. but he has a lot of heart. And oh, um, I'm so happy for them both. No, yeah. he seems like a great guy. I'm just saying, like, the silhouette is jarring at first, and I, yeah. I'm still thinking about it, but he seems lovely. I bet he's swinging. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Swinging, slanging. Swinging, slanging, all those things. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly. Bubbly bursts. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs Classic Clogs and Sandals have both covered. 
And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. From original art and diplomas to ticket stubs and the keys to your first home, we all have mementos we'd love to put on display. Framebridge is the easy and affordable way to custom frame just about anything with fair upfront pricing based on the size of your item and fast free shipping. Plus, your happiness is guaranteed. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local Framebridge store to get started. That's framebridge.com. My girl has a flight to catch. I got a flight to catch, so I'm wondering, is there anything that we really need to discuss? The album's out. Well, thank you for saying that. My album is out. Thank you all for streaming it. One of my songs is doing really well. uh, Three of your songs are doing really well. A few of them are doing really well, but one of them got put on a special Christmas playlist, a couple of them, and they made me the face of the playlist, but my song called I Don't Need It To Be Christmas At All, which was the one that we put on the album as the last track, just because it was like more earnest in general. And like, we just wanted to have fun with it. It's doing great, but I'm so happy with the way everyone's been receiving the album. Phenomenal. You sound so good. The production. Featuring Bo and Yang. People love that track. I think, and I'm using the mic that I use to record that. Don't do this. I was eating up my vowels towards the end. Everyone's thrilled with your performance. I'm listening to it. I go, you can't hear the last syllable I say. In every line. And that's my fault. It's not your fault. And it's also not true. Well, I'll have a chance And don't be looking, don't be telling me that you don't think things sound correct on my album. Well, I'm talking about just me. No, because you were a part of my album. You were a featured artist on my album. If we win album of the year, you win a Grammy too. Is that true? (laughs) No, I don't think so. I'm saying to you that I think that there will be a chance for for me to redeem myself. Girl, maybe... uh, Live Down the road. Live performance. Live performance. Ah! Um, yeah, thank you, everyone. And I will say I'm at Vulture Fest this weekend on Saturday. I'm going to be in London the 13th to the 18th. And then the tour tickets are still on stale. On stale. On this stale. is how it's getting to the point where like my brain is a little soupy soupy. You need to just put on an episode of what did you say you're going to watch on the plane? I guess Survivor. Survivor. You know what I wish you could watch on a plane is Naked Attraction. Oh, that would be so great. But I finally started watching like random attraction. I haven't thought about that in such a long time. No, it's a fun show. I think it's making its way stateside in a yeah. big way. I think people are really like, like everyone at work is like naked attraction, naked attraction. I'm like, oh, it's like really in the air. Who's hosting this week? Chalamet. Yes. Yeah. How are vibes so far? Great. Yeah. Has he come through before? Yeah, he has. Yeah. He had a great show and we're excited. He seems like he would do a good job. Oh, yeah. Solid host. Celeste put on the clip. We were in the office of Timothy and Sersha and Little Women. Mm. Like Timothy confessing his love oh, to Joe. Oh, that's such a good scene. And I was like, damn, I, yeah. don't, I don't pay attention to this scene, but they're both 
So I miss Sersha. She's coming back. But I feel like she's been gone for a minute. Wait, isn't there a Sersha movie that's like coming out? She has been taking a little bit of a, a break away, but then again, the industry is... The industry is the industry. <laughs> Shut down, honey. But wow, that scene's amazing. But Timothy, I'm like, oh yeah, like he's a damn star. Yeah, he's a damn star. For mm-hmm. sure. I think we can say that's a rule of culture. Number eight. Timothy Chalamet is a, is a damn, damn star. star. In that movie especially, but in, like, in his general aesthetic, he is like the most gorgeous lesbian you've ever seen. Yeah, beautiful lesbian. Especially in that little women scene, the puffy sleeves, that vest. I'm like, this is so beautiful. He's slender like Jody. He's slender like, no, but Timothy has shoulders. Jody is the letter I. What's the hotness vibe in person with Chalamet? Can I be honest? Like, and this is purely personal. Yeah. Not my thing. Not my thing either. But but, but I but, celebrate. But like Venus is a boy, fucking Caravaggio mm. man. I'm sorry, boy. Caravaggio boy. Caravaggio boy. Title of app. Title of app. Timothy. You'll never guess. Caravaggio boy might be one of our best titles. You know, do, okay, let me just show you. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google image search. Like he's this. He's the boy oh, with the basket yeah. of fruit. You know what I mean? If you Google the words... Boy with the basket of fruit, Caravaggio, you're going to find Timothy Chalamet. Caravaggio boy is Timothy Chalamet, yeah, boy I, with the basket of fruit vibes. He should play him in the film. He should. Like, girl with, girl with a pearl earring. Boy with the basket of fruit. Let's write it. We, I don't think, would do a good job writing that. I think actually we would. Girl, oh, I just realized my I don't think so, honey. And I think it might be a retreat, but I have to say this again. Should we go right into it? Yeah. Do you, okay, or do you not have one this week? I kind of have one. It's a little petty, but yeah. It's a little petty? Well, yeah. It's, it's, you know. I think I know what you're about to do. Well, this is I Don't Think So, Honey. And um, it's really a moment, which, by the way, Jennifer Hudson. Oh, my God. Didn't, I didn't even talk about that. Didn't really do one. But but you guys did a joint I Don't Think we So, We did honey. a joint I Don't Think So, Honey. That was majorly. And you're right. Maybe it's time to, like, just call it. Can I quickly tell my story about meeting Jennifer yes. Hudson? <clears throat> so, because I went to go say hi to you in your makeup chair, she hadn't gotten there, she hadn't yet. gotten there yet. So, I go in and I meet her, and I'm of course gushing over her, and you know, I even went up to her and I sang, "Well, I don't like," and she goes, <gasps> and I was like, "I'm so happy you did it back." <laughs> but um, we did this. I don't think right. so, honey. And my, my, I don't think so, honey. Was. I don't think so, honey. People saying it's too early for Christmas. Yes. Like Christmas is here. It started at the da. So as then soon as afterwards, Carrie says it's time. She turns to me and she goes, "You have a Christmas album," and I said, "Yes." And she goes, "That's amazing." She goes, "I want to do a Christmas album." I was like, "You have to." <gasps> oh my god! And then she said, "Yeah, but I have a problem." I was like, "What?" She goes, "I don't know if it's going to be red and green Christmas oh! or white Christmas." And I said, that is actually so important. I said, what do you mean? She goes, well, if it's red and green Christmas, you have to sing certain types of songs. Wow. And if it's a white Christmas, well, that's when you have to sing Silent Night. And I was like, you think that there's a difference? She goes, oh, yeah. Then she goes, and there's also many other different kinds of Christmas. And I said, did you see Carrie Underwood's Christmas special? She said, no. I said, well, she wore a blue dress. And Jennifer Hudson said, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know if this is like a synesthesia or something where I she's associating colors with certain songs. But she was like, I don't know if it's going to be red and green Christmas or white Christmas. It's not. Maybe it's not full synesthesia, but she, the fact that this person, this amazing musician vocalist is thinking in terms of color 
is so beautiful to me. And then I was like, are you going to do a holy night? She goes, I mean, I guess I have to do that's a holy Christmas. night. That's not bread and that's green. That's why Christmas. And so then she goes, well, you know, not enough people do silent night. And I was like, you think that's, so? She that's goes, not true. I was, I was like, I don't know. She goes, look it up. No one does silent night. I was like, well, you have to do silent night. And I said to her, I was like, you should just not do a holy night because everyone expects it from you. She goes, okay. And then she's leaving and she goes, white Christmas. It was perfect. This could not have gone any better. It was amazing. She was so nice. And then she goes, during the I don't think so, honey, I'm going to have to try to keep up with you, but I don't know if I can because you're fierce. She called you fierce? <laughs> and I was like, Jennifer! Louise from St. Louis called you fierce? St. Louis. You... Oh my God, this is one of your, this is one of your people. So my great meetings so far of my life. This is, I don't know how it keeps happening like this, but I also met Gail King yesterday. Oh my God, wait. She the, was lovely. The vibe is immaculate yeah. on Gail King. She came right in the dressing room. She said, you know, I thought that was very funny. And here's the part of the interview I liked the most. And she said like oh. one part of the interview and I was like, well, thank you, Gail. And she was just very nice. And she did that power move too, where like, she left the room without saying goodbye. She sort of was just like, I'm yeah, leaving she, you on this. And then she went away. I was like, it was nice to meet you. She goes, pleasure. Loved you, her. I'm not making this about me, but next time you see her. You, I know. I, I thought about this, telling her that you guys are both Swifties. Well, that we cl- held on to each other. During all too well. During all too well 10 minute version, singing every word. <laughs> and then Ryan Reynolds it turns next to I've told the story too many times. Ryan Reynolds said, how did you, how were you guys? The off song's book? been out for less than 24 hours. How do you guys know all the words? So already? Gail King was actually off book. Yes. On, wow. You like, we both sing you who charmed my dad with self-effacing jokes. So do you think that by the transitive property, this means that Oprah is a Swifty? Perhaps. I think Oprah definitely respects. The Oprah Taylor interview is like coming. Yeah, where's that? That's got to be on the pipe. But unless Tree Payne is like, no, we're not even talking to O. I mean, Taylor is like, there's no reason for her to do Oprah. She's just not. But also, she's not one of those celebrities that like doesn't do interviews. She just doesn't do them that much. Like I realized Taylor was on Seth to promote. I think it was Red. She released. She did Seth and Jimmy and SNL the same week for Red. They said she's in the building. Well, they said she's doing the Triple Crown, Society, America, and the world. And the world. Wow. Wow. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs classic clogs and sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. 
I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. Hey, it's Bowen, and I want to introduce you to the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Yes, it's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients, great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself the slow-roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. With new menu options like Cantina Chicken Tacos, Burritos, and Quesadillas, there's something for everyone. And Taco Bell isn't just for a late night. With this new Cantina Chicken menu, the possibilities are, well, endless. Try the new Cantina Chicken menu at Taco Bell now. Now, I said. All right. I have an I don't think so, honey, to do. You're going to understand that I've been flying a lot, but I actually think I might have done this one before, but I actually don't care because I, care. I, I really need to say my truth about this and I need people's behavior to change. Okay. This is Matt Rogers. I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey, when you watch a violent, graphic, scary movie on the plane. Oh. Because... I have to then see it. No. When I am diagonally behind you, yeah. but diagonally, I have no choice but to watch what you watch. You have and to the person yourself. in front of me was watching the latest Scream movie. And I was just catching out of my eye the gore. Watching, not for nothing, but because I do think she survives, 30 but seconds. Courtney Cox gets stabbed. Watching no. people get ripped apart by truly Ghostface. And I'm sitting there and now I'm in a state of anxiety and an already anxious And you're on your way to New York where this film takes place. A hundred percent. And I'm thinking, well, if I go on the subway, what's going to go down? If I, I go to the bodega. I'm just saying like, you have to be considerate about people that you are sitting around when it comes to the content you're watching. I would love for you guys to watch some gorgeous little rom-com I can see over your shoulder. Not this. And that's one minute. I just, it really put me in a state of anxiety. Girl, I'm so sorry. And I, I can't think of a more stressful scenario for you, my sister. I also was... But I'm saying you know how to distract yourself. I, I, I was trying to distract myself. And also, this was an, another distracting thing. I wonder if I should just say who it was. But I sat on the plane next to... A person of note? An A-list star. I was excited because... Vegas to New York? Vegas to New York. I was like, oh, I'm going to have this seat empty for me. Yay. Then I realized like the seat wasn't filled because this person wasn't going to board with everyone else. So I was already like on one because we were literally like sitting next. I'm going to tell you who it was and we're going to bleep this out. Oh, see that reaction is also why I was like, Oh my gosh, because I was like, let's just say it's an eccentric. And I was like, say it's someone who uh, we've actually dragged on this pod before. Yeah. Oscar winner. Um, but, but basically like I was like sitting next to them and well, one thing happened was I sneezed and this person of course went gazunta. Fuck (laughs) off. That's vile. Gazunta. And I was just like, thank you. And then we made eye contact and he registered that I knew who he was and he goes, how you doing? And I was like, 
And I turned around and looked out the window and never, never looked back. Y'all, if, oh, if I'm not you spilling knew. the tea, though. I'm not spilling the tea. Are you ready to do your I don't think so, honey? I am. And readers, let me know if I have done that one before, but I know you feel me. All right. Bell and Yang, this is Draw I don't think so, honey. Your time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Calling a noise complaint on my housewarming party. Oh. Girl, we were keeping it at a reasonable decibel level. The room was... 20 people tops, not even 20. And it was a Saturday night. Yeah, that's... And like, I'm sorry, I'm hearing the people upstairs with their four little kids stomping around, screaming at all hours, and I don't make a fucking peep. I am church mouse over here 364 days out of the year. I'm going to throw a party once every other year, perhaps. I'm not a birthday person. This is a very singular thing. And I don't think we as a society have to structure our lives around families and couples. It's the thing of, no, I'm not going to trade you seats on the plane so that you guys can sit together because you should have just bought your tickets together. Don't bank on on single people warping, distorting their lives around people with families. And that's one minute. I'm sick. I'm actually sick of it. Yeah. I completely understand. Do you have an idea of who it was? I don't. I ran into a couple of my neighbors in the hallway the day of. I said, just letting you know, I'm having a little get together. It's not going to be too bad. But if it is, let me know, like knock on my door. Uh-huh. So I gave them that up to directly come to me and be like, hey, can you keep it down? No problem. If that happens, I go, sure. But if you're going to be a fucking tattle and call downstairs, I like the doorman is the one. Doorman was the one who was like, Mr. Bowen, <sighs> we've received some complaints. And I said, okay. Some complaints or a complaint that is he so said different. Some, and I think that was his way of softening it so that it wasn't like I don't want him to like seek out who like it could have been one, it could have been two, whatever. Got it. I'm just saying, like, if it's the people upstairs, you guys like what you I don't learned, have a leg to stand on. What you have is little feet. Speaking of couples and like units, I love that you are cohabitating with other people. I really love that. I just think that I've lived next to across from the loudest, most toxic hetero couples who get into the most insane arguments, screaming matches. I don't, I've never once been like, can you guys keep it down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They bring their people for fucking the games on Sunday. Yep. I just turn on my white noise machine if I need to go to bed. Saturday night is... You can't say anything. You can't. You, it's Saturday night is um not for fucking squares like those people. It, yeah, I, I would say go figure it out. And also like not for nothing, but like it's, it's New York. Right. It's called a white noise machine. It's New York. It's New York. I actually promise you, my sister mm-hmm. and readers, Katie's publicist finalists. I was being quite reasonable. I don't think that there's I'm any not like dispute. a rah rah like party I mean, guy. Listen, as someone who has lived above someone who had a problem when I simply just literally walked across my apartment. When these people just are the kinds of people who are sensitive to it and will make a big fuss about it. This is what I'm going to say to you. Don't be surprised if it happens again. And, and maybe you're not cut out for this fucking city. Gotta go. Gotta go. I have a place where you can go. The swamp, the swamp, rural town, Shrek. Yeah. Hey, Shrek. Hey, Shrek. Go back to the swamp. Duloc's not for you, Shrek. 
get out of Duloc. Such a perfect town. I'm pro Farquad. I love city people. Love Lithgow. Yeah, love Lithgow. He ate down in that film, and I was pro. The, the villains of Shrek were always slaying Lithgow, Jennifer Saunders being fairy godmother, singing, yeah. holding out for a hero. Was Puss in Boots a villain? Puss in Boots was, or was he just kind of mischievous? Kind of enemies to lovers. <laughs> Please tell your lovers and friends, which happened at Usher. Ah! That Usher, John and Ludic, Amen did it again. Anyway, I'm, that might have been my neighbors just now hearing me go off, but I don't think it was them. They seem nice. I, I think it's the people upstairs who it really is like a seven person family. And okay. I'm going, which was their choice. Which was their, don't punish me for being a single man who was able to, I'm sorry, but like I shouldn't be punished for getting this apartment. Ooh, you said that. And uh, first of all, like single-handedly, if you think I did it, it all alone, if you think it is them, because <laughs> there's no one it. below you, right? No, it's just a store. So it's definitely, and I, and, oh. and I think I'm never hearing any noise from downstairs in any apartment that I've been in. I've never heard downstairs noise. Yeah. Because correct me if I'm wrong, but like the noise doesn't travel up. I don't even, I'm I don't know. I, I can't even begin to get into this. I'm more of a Caravaggio boy. Just, I want to just you be in are pictures. a Caravaggio boy. That's not really how I look. I think it's kind of giving this. See, like this boy is doing Caravaggio. That's kind of Matt Rogers. I thought that was Benny Drama. Oh yeah. Benny Drama is Caravaggio boy. Sure. <laughs> Happy birthday to him. Happy birthday to him. And also, wow, I can't believe I've gone this long. This is Bowen Yang's birthday week. Oh, stop. I'm, you know me. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a birthday guy. Jesus here. Someone welcome will betray me. To, welcome to it. You think so? No, I'm just kidding. Name the top three people who might betray you this year. Lorne Michaels. <laughs> Ego Wodum. Jared Frieder. <laughs> He's not going to betray you. He's so sick this week. What happened? I don't know. He got some sort of stomach flu. I hope not from my party. I hope not from your party either. Oh my God. Cole Escola came by and held court until like four in the morning after daylight savings. So it was 5 a.m. Oh, that's why you got a, a noise complaint. No, we were winding it down. And it went till five? Well, it was just me, Cole, Josh, Whitaker, and Tom Nye. And it was just like the five of us just kiki and cockeying, laughing. Cole, I want to out them so bad for, they want to post something in response to all the news that I think is actually genius, but they will never do. <laughs> Wait, maybe? No. Here's the thing. They are an ocean of secrets. They are, and I don't want to blow up their spot, but God, they we were crying laughing because, and I, and I said, Cole, this could heal the world and resolve this conflict in a real way. And they would go, no, I don't, I'm not going to do it. But all, if you see Cole, just Cole, know that street, Cole has the answers. Cole has the answers. Cole has maybe the funniest, the only funny thing that could possibly come out of this situation. And even if they don't post it, follow them on social. Them on Cole social. Um, This has been an episode that was uh, necessary, essential, and more. Thank you for your recap of BravoCon, of Seth Meyers, of your album release. Everybody I- enjoy the morning show finale yes. that's, out to, that's out right now. Wow, so much going on. And we and will stream the record. Stream the record, okay? Let's end with the song. I'm so caught up. Got me feeling that caught up. I don't know what it is, but I really got me twisted. I'm so caught up. Got me feeling that caught up. There was a clip of him going up to Kenya Moore in the audience. <gasps> and 
I thought they were going to kiss. That would, I would pay money to see that. Big money, Vegas money. May all your tits be sucked. Bye, Usher. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Hey, everybody. This is Matt, and my album, Have You Heard of Christmas, is out now. Stream it wherever you stream things. And also, pre-order the vinyl at www.mattrogersofficial.com, where there's tons of merch and also tickets for my tour. I'm going to be in London November 13th to 18th at the Soho Theater. Please come see me. And then I start in Philly on December 1st, and I'm all over North America until December 23rd. All right, thanks. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanique, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com.